Let's go talk to Clayton Safey uh, from the Wolverine.com. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And uh, Clayton, uh, the Harbaugh soap opera now involves President Santa Ono. Things have been as quiet as they've been with Harbaugh. Uh, since before the TCU game, so I take that as a good sign, especially with what Santa Ono tweeted out uh, yesterday that he's involved now in those talks. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that things are a little bit more positive. And while it seemed like that was a, a weird statement from Jim Harbaugh responding to Santa Ono's uh, own tweet, um, you know, basically not saying a whole lot, I think that's really positive because we had heard in the last day university president has gotten more involved with uh, the contract talks and they're you know, kind of nearing uh, he's been really getting on the same page and nearing uh, signing a deal for Jim Harbaugh to stay on at Michigan as uh, even higher paid and potentially the, the top paid head coach in the Big Ten, which would be huge news for Michigan, of course. He had the virtual interview on Monday with the Denver Broncos. We talked about that a couple days ago. And you're right, nothing really has happened on that front since then. Uh, there have been some reports saying he's one of their top candidates. But at the same time, if he signs something then it would probably take away the NFL option. And uh, I do feel like a little bit more than, than a year ago, Jim Harbaugh uh, wants to stay at Michigan. He, he said that to some reporters at uh, Aaron McMahon of MLive over at the uh, Michigan High School coaches convention today saying uh you know does it look like i want to stay out i love michigan i love everyone there so that that sort of stuff is what we continue to hear clayton safety from the wolverine.com joining us on the meyer guest line yeah so i'm um, i santa ono from the tone and what you can uh get out of twitter uh he really sounds like he's, he's gonna do his darndest to get a deal done and then harbaugh quickly sending out that you know thank you president ono for the support not mentioning ward manual uh but uh if if the president's on his side and gets a deal done and ward manual has his power kind of shaved uh, for everybody to see it'll be interesting uh, how that dynamic works moving forward if harbaugh agrees to a new deal yeah it's definitely not a, a typical dynamic um but, you know, I'll say, man, I've been impressed with Santa Ono, his involvement in athletics. He's made some strides when it comes to NIL, and it's been pretty demanding that, you know, Michigan kind of up its team there, and really in every aspect. I know our Chris Ballas has been all over it, but we've been talking about how he's been involved with really every aspect of the entire school, and this guy only started mid-October, so he's already made a big impact. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting when a president has to step in. I know early in the process Santa Ono was uh, asked by a reporter, Know, or actually responded to emails from different fans who were emailing him and saying, hey, we want to keep Jim Harbaugh. His response was, well, uh, we appreciate your support, but, you know, that's for the athletic director to, uh, to you know, that's kind of his job. Uh, now it seems that he's been involved, and I think that's a good thing for Michigan because I know Jim Harbaugh has a ton of respect for him. Clayton Safey joining us talking about uh, Michigan, so Harbaugh Watch continues. I, I would think... With the NFL openings that are out there, and Santa Ono seems to be a smart businessman and huge sports fan, that they're going to try and get a deal done as soon as possible. But then Pete Thamel from, I think, what, SI or whatever it is, uh, Bleacher Report, wherever he's at now, uh, saying that uh, the contract, his source says, won't be done until they investigate the NCAA, like Harbaugh's on a wiretap with Bill Self or something. Yeah, I don't understand that. We had heard the, the same thing. 
I don't know if it'll be fully until the entire investigation is over. Uh, that would be hard to believe because, as we know, sometimes those take years with the NCAA. They're not a very, uh, you know, they're not very swift with this sort of stuff, as minor as it may be. Um, but there may be a couple hurdles, and it seems like they've actually uh, jumped over a couple of those hurdles over the last few days dealing with some of that NCAA stuff. So um, I think if they maybe clear a couple more, that they could get it done. But you don't want to you don't want to wait too long. And I thought it was smart, even going back to Santa Ono's statement, where you know this is his first rodeo with this whole thing between Jim Harbaugh and the athletic department. You know, trying to sign a new deal, and he's probably sitting there saying, "We're not going to sit on our hands. You know, we're going to release." something here and say that you know we're close or that there have been positive thoughts because you know there was so much silence a year ago and then Jim Harbaugh inter- interviews with the Minnesota Vikings so it feels a little bit different now that you know you've gotten some of those public statements and it seems like that uh, that there are people that are on the same page here on both sides which is good news. Well I think Santa Ono's going to do this as a as a good leader the businessman uh, runs a university which is High profile in sports, as high profile as anybody in the country. He's going to make sure that he he works with Harbaugh, Harbaugh's agent, Ward Manuel, oversees it, and and that he gives him a fair and competitive offer. So if Harbaugh still does choose, uh, if offered to take an NFL job, Santa Ono will know and be honest with the public that we made him the best offer possible. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too. You've seen things floated on both sides. And I think Michigan didn't want to be so pro, uh, you know, sit on his hands uh, again and be a little bit more proactive with uh, with their message that they want to keep Jim Harbaugh around and that if he does go, you know, we did what we could, which is smart and I think would be reassuring for the public. And it does sound like behind the scenes that's what's going on, that Michigan is going to, uh, you know, make him one of the higher-paid coaches in the entire country. And... You know, I, I think that he certainly deserves that, but also I think that Michigan wants to maybe pump up that buyout a little bit more so that they don't have to go through this dalliance every single year, which would probably be smart as well. Uh, but you want to definitely uh, you know, show them the respect he deserves in the form of money, and uh, I think that'll probably happen when it's said and done. And as I know every Michigan fan out there is hoping to get done sooner rather than later because uh, you just want to be able to move on, you know, recruiting and support all that stuff. Um, you know, it's still going on. They're actually bringing in some recruits this weekend, but uh, you want to, you know, just totally move on from this phase of the offseason that has become pretty normal around. Here. I think it'd be awesome if they had a, a burger food truck out front of Schembechler <laughs> Hall for the recruits. That would I, be awesome. I, I think that, and then have Harbaugh, Harbaugh serving the burgers inside uh, the food truck would be a classic. Uh, With a compliance officer, yeah. Have a yeah. compliance officer cooking them up, making sure everything. Oh yeah, the NCAA and, and, and serving up the NCAA, and you got to. Oh, is that salt? Oh, I don't know. It's salt or arsenic. Go ahead and try it. <laughs> uh, Clayton Safe right. from the Wolverine dot com uh, joining us. Uh, another thing about why well, you got to love uh, President Santo Ono at Michigan. He's tweeting early in the game when Jed Howard had the first 11 yeah. last night in hoops at Iowa. He's a sports fan. He's been with the Maze Rage at Chrysler, and he was excited. Everybody was excited. I mean, up until the final two minutes of the game, Michigan was in control up seven at about the two-minute mark uh, in Iowa City. And then I watched them just implode. I'm watching McDaniel take shots before Dickinson. You know, Jet, when you're not hitting, granted you were hot and you had a big night, I think, with 34. 
but you got to give up the rock if it's not dropping. You have got to, in crunch time, especially when Iowa came back, and the four-point play, you're, you're buffkin while you're trying to block a three-pointer from the side. I, again, and then he got in the doghouse and never went back in, uh, I think, in OT. And you have Dickinson down low. You're shooting free throws or close to it, right? I know Iowa still had some fouls to give. But you have got to run your offense. I can see Jet when he's on fire. Feed who's hot. Give him the rock. Uh, but when you need buckets, you got to turn to Dickinson. He has to get low in the paint. And when I look at the box score for that game, and I see combined two true freshmen in McDaniel and Howard have almost as four, t- four times the shots of Hunter Dickinson in that game last night. Yeah, it, it was interesting. You make some great points. I, I agree. Like, Jet Howard had 34 points with 21 at halftime. It was incredible, but he kind of ran out of steam, it seemed like, a little bit towards the end. He didn't make a field goal after the 11 minutes. So, so dump it uh, down to Dickinson and let him get to the free throw line and slow down the game and the crowd's coming back. You could feel that loss coming. You could feel it uh, with about a minute to go that they're either going to lose in regulation or this game smells OT. And then OT, they were lucky to score. And McDaniel, I, I, out of timeouts, I'll say this, set plays, and I, and I, I talked about this after they uh, hammered Maryland and then uh, beat Penn State, and then they come back against Michigan State and, and now Iowa, that this team, and you saw it in the first half, you saw it with Jet, is that when they're hitting their outside shots, they're going to be tough to beat. Uh, anybody, anybody in America, I, I mean that. I don't care who they're playing. They're going to be tough to beat. When they're not hitting their outside shots, and they're young, they're done. They're done. They're not going to be – anybody could beat them in the Big Ten. and in the, So there's, there's that wide spectrum with this basketball team, and I just don't see a lot of coaching from Juwan. It's just kind of like here's the basketball up and down, and you're right. When you're knocking down your shots, it's a beautiful thing. But when you're not, those coaches, and especially with Martelli's experience, they have to have some set plays to get Dickinson the ball, and if Iowa wants to collapse on Dickinson, then kick it out to somebody to knock down the three. Yeah, I mean, uh, I also think they made a ton of mistakes with turnovers down the stretch as well. And it, with this team, they played a lot of those people's teams. And, you know, I remember Hunter Dickinson saying after the Virginia game back in November, where he said, man, we played them really tough and we only lost by two points. It shows that we're one of the top teams in the country. And at the time, you know, it's a debatable comment, but it wasn't an outrageous comment. Uh, but now that you've lost four or five teams, where instead of finding ways to win at the end, you're kind of finding ways to lose the game. Um, I think it, you know, it's definitely not true that they're one of the best teams in America. Uh, they play well uh, for most of the games, but you've got to play well down the stretch. When you have a seven-point lead with two minutes to go, a five-point lead with one minute to go, and a four-point lead with 30 seconds to go, you've got to find a way to win that game. And, and too many crucial mistakes. The Kobe Buffett foul was one of them. Get two fouls. One of them I didn't think was a great call when he was boxing out and Panthers probably flopped a little bit. But uh, still, you know, he's not in the right spot. So um, too many mistakes. And I, I do think the use of this team has kind of become apparent. But I agree with you. Hunter Dickinson wasn't as involved in that game as he needed to be. He took only six shots. But, uh, he doesn't have many games where he's in the single digits of shots, let alone only six. Iowa did a good job of double-teaming him and forcing him to get it back out on the perimeter. It helped Jet Howard when he was hitting shots, but Michigan didn't have that for Jet Howard. They didn't have enough for the rest of the guys. 
Uh, it's kind of becoming a you know a little bit of a team there. Like they've got to start winning some of these games that you know they're not favored in because they dug themselves into a hole. They have seven losses, so Sunday's going to be big against Northwestern, a team that really cleans up, uh, plays great defense, and has knocked off a couple of really good teams. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at the Wolverine.com. Joining us on the Meyer guest sign, Juwan Howard in Michigan now. It will be a fight uh, just to make the NCAA tournament, which I think is very important uh, for Howard and Michigan basketball. Clayton, appreciate the update on Harbaugh and Howard. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Anytime.